Accelerators from Beyond. Hello and welcome to Accelerators by Beyond. Join us as we speak with industry leaders and explore the big opportunities ahead in 5G, IoT, AI and cloud and the role of the ecosystem. We discuss how to stay ahead and what technologies, innovation and business models are driving the industry to accelerate. Hi and welcome to the latest Accelerators podcast from Beyond by Bearing Point. My name's Jeremy Cowan and I'm co-founder of the websites iotnow.com and vanillaplus.com. And this week the pod is talking to no less than the CEO of Beyond by Bearing Point, Angus Ward. Angus, welcome. Thank you very much. Wonderful to be here. Good to have you. Now, just to give our listeners a bit of background, Beyond by Bearing Point is a leading ecosystem orchestration and digital platform provider, and the company enables organizations to launch new services at speed and to grow revenue by utilizing its digital platform and software as a service business support systems. Am I right so far, Angus? Absolutely right. You know, what we focus on is helping our customers grow revenue. And yes, we have, te- have technologies to do that, but really it's around how do you grow? Yeah. Uh, I understand that Beyond's platforms are designed to help users experiment to monetize and orchestrate services while taking advantage of new technologies such as cloud, edge, IoT, AI, 5G and more. That's absolutely right. I mean, it's a complex world out there. And, you know, um, most of our, our, our customers have to sell things to their customers and making some simplicity work is key. And that's what a platform does for them. So, Angus, how would you summarize 2021 looking back and what changes did you see in the telecoms and technology markets? So at the start of 2021, I wrote an article and I said, you know, my predictions for 2021 were really three things needed to be resolved by the carriers. The first one was around their financial debt. The second, you know, the IT technical debt. And the third, what I called organizational debt. So I think 2021 was a, a key year uh, for the carriers. But what we actually saw was really a tidal wave of government enterprise spending in response to COVID, lifting really all boats in the sector. So I don't think we saw as, as much change um, as, as, as we were, were expecting. And then below the surface, you know, I would really maybe highlight two areas where uh, we, we saw more fundamental changes taking place. The first one was really this transition to a new network architecture, which is you know, software based, fully virtualized and cloud centric. And that was really coming at a time when you know, 5G uh, networks and, and, and fiber networks were converging. On top of that, we have, you know, open round, a lot of conversations around open round. So rather than two or three very large, you know, network equipment manufacturers, we were starting to see the opening up of innovation to all kinds of startups and hyperscalers and then new entrants like Dell Technologies coming into the open, open round space. And, and, you know, with that new architecture, software based, you know, it's all around innovation, ecosystems, partners. Um, and how you actually start to configure the traditional network really with the software components um, to create differentiating communication solutions. The second area was really around similar to the network, but CSBs you know, having to really declare where they wanted to play in the new value chains that will be created in the digital economy. Most notably, you know, with hyperscalers, with partners and with solutions. Um, and so this choice around 
either competing to sell horizontal communication products or really wanting to win customers, uh, particularly enterprise and SMB customers, by creating solutions, owning the customer relationship uh, and growing revenue. And so we started to see um, you know, some, some of the of the, of the CSS be really declaring uh, where they wanted to play in that value chain. And so I think for me, those were the, really the two important things. But then, you know, coming into the year, there was a sort of a backlog of things which needed to be solved, you know, financial debt, organizational change, and IT technical debt, which meant that, you know, CSPs are in a difficult place to navigate that journey. Well, we talked about uh, collaboration and beyond in particular. Can we zoom out for a moment and just could you give us an idea of what you think are the most important things you predict for the year ahead? So I think first and foremost, it was really around real partnerships and real ecosystems. Early in 2021, I had a conversation with, with a, a CTO for, from a leading uh, tier one um, uh, CSP, you know, who said, no, we're great at doing partnerships. You know, we resell Microsoft Office 365 and we've been doing that for years. So we're good at partnerships and ecosystems. And I think there's realization that, that that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is getting closer to the customer, understanding their problems and creating co-creating real solutions uh, which perfectly solve a customer problem. Um, things like an app store is not that. Uh, it's really around really solving problems for the customer, and that requires a different modus operandi. Uh, secondly, I think as companies start to move to do that, and we saw with the Vodafone Techco announcement, we saw with BT and his Digico, the standing up of separate technology communications businesses uh, within the telecoms industry. I think we're going to see some moving one step further and start to look to, to sort of get some to spin those off or to get different investors in that kind of industry. I think that um, to have the full commercial freedom and the right organizational model to really create solutions requires a level of freedom. So I think that's the second one. The third one for me maybe is around um, edge. So certainly edge, you know, I, I see I see that's something which is here and now. And, and we're seeing, you know, significant demand from enterprise and SMBs to really start to drive um, down costs, to, to you know, reduce inventories, to improve quality, and to do those things now. And we see the edge market as being, you know, solutions are really there in the market today, whether it's with private LTE or 5G, and, and there's demand for those solutions. So we really see edge moving ahead more quickly than 5G, and solutions are, are out there in the marketplace. So we definitely see edge um, getting a leap on, on 5G. Um, then I guess the next one will really, really be around sustainability. I think that's going to be a key driver uh, in, in everything we do in 2022. I think the climate change agenda is massive and companies have got quite strict reporting and wanted to, to report progress. And then finally, uh, you know, it's now or never for the telcos in the SMB marketplace. There's a huge opportunity there. There's huge demand for digital solutions uh, coming from SMB, and they haven't really managed to successfully tackle that market. So I think 2022 is a pivotal year for them to really create the solutions that the SMB marketplace wants to buy, which are typically vertical solutions, and not just pure connectivity where they have to stitch things together. So SMB market will, will be, be my fifth. 
Picking up on what you say about SMBs, I just wanted to quickly ask you if you think that the recent announcement by AWS of a kind of DIY private 5G networks is going to play significantly for SMBs. Yeah, so I think, you know, what they're offering is a one-stop shop. You know, you, you, you can you can create a campus network very easily. I, I was out in Las Vegas when they announced that. I thought it was a, a really great move. There's, there's huge demand and anything to simplify that model and make it easier for SMBs to, to start that journey is a good thing. So I, I definitely do think that that, that that simplification that AWS have offered around private uh, 5G networks means that it's super simple. You know, one-stop shop for for an SMB to start to to create that that kind of network. Even better would be if AWS had a range of solutions over the top, and so people are not buying private 5G. What they're buying is a, a is a solution to transform, to take costs out, to automate, and that you're selling outcomes. And yes, private 5G is a key enabler in that. But what the SMBs really want to buy are solutions which include that that private 5G. So I think it's, it's a great step forward. Really, Another really good step forward on top of that would be to have the solution portfolio that SMBs can just consume. With all those changes in mind and the choices that are now open to um, the CSPs, what do you think the impact of these changes will be on them? So we're starting to see new collaborations. I think some of the, the big announcements uh, in, in the year, I mean, we saw Dish, for example, announcing this collaboration with, with AWS on, on cloud native network. Uh, and we saw ATT's um, collaboration with Microsoft. And that, you know, is examples of, 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 that, of that sort of new network architecture in, in play. Likewise, we started to see um, other announcements, for example, um, Vodafone stepping out its techco business, so separating its network operations really into a techco and a, 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 a network-centered uh, business. And um, we also saw people like BT talk about its Digico. And so I think there's this idea that um, in terms of the value chain and where organizations want to play, they were announcing some big moves uh, and you started to see some of those organizations you know, declare the space in which, which they want to play. So um, with that, you know, those tech codes, you're talking about collaboration, combining virtualized network functions with things like you know, software, AI, edge, um, and starting to form those, those partnerships to create solutions on, on behalf of, of the customer. But again, if, if I also look at you know, uh, whether uh, things are moving quickly enough, one of the interesting pieces of research we published in, um, in 2021 uh, was a piece by Omdia, which we also ran in 2020. And there, what we were seeing was that in, in the 5G solutions space, uh, the market doubled in size for 5G solutions. Um, but at the same time, the market share of, of the carriers of the CSP declined from 21% to 16%, whereas alternative solution providers went up from 7% to 27%, and then enterprises declined slightly as you'd expect. And so I think what we saw in 2021 was that um, CSPs were starting to evolve. They were declaring where they wanted to play in the value chain. They were creating solutions. And whilst the market doubled in terms of new 5G solutions, they were not changing fast enough. And the demand is here and now with that doubling in market size. And so enterprise customers out there really do want solutions. And that means CSPs having to collaborate with partners to, to, uh, to create real solutions which solve real problems 
and which they can offer, you know, easy to buy, easy to try, easy to consume, uh, but not really changing fast enough. And so the, 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 the collaborations are important, but they're not evolving fast enough. You've talked a fair bit about the collaboration that uh, is going on in the market and obviously Beyond is very involved in enabling ecosystems to collaborate. Can you expand a little bit on your views on the importance of the ecosystem in the new look uh, environment and particularly what needs to be done for companies to be able to collaborate? Yeah, there's been lots, lots of research on this, and it's really around, uh, there's great um, MIT research by, by, by Jeff Parker talking about the inverted firm model. And what this model is all about is that an organization can create more value from its customers from outside its organization than from within. And this idea of orchestrating value on behalf of the customer, really starting off with a customer problem. What is the problem the customer looking to solve and how to solve it? And then it's really orchestrating the right partners uh, to co-create, experiment, and really then, then launch uh, a solution which perfectly solves that problem. So for me, you know, collaboration is all around closest to the customer, understanding customer needs, and then really using that to drive the creation of, sol of a solution with the right partners to perfectly solve that, that problem. Uh, and then that co-creation process is one of equals uh, where the carrier you know, who is orchestrating that value is really working with an extended ecosystem of partners to create that perfect solution. Now, traditionally, you know, to most carriers, you know, they would look at partners being two or three very large organizations. They typically work with all those network equipment manufacturers. In this case, you know, um, you know, enterprises typically see a solution being you know, eight or nine partners forming that solution. Uh, and, and so as your portfolio uh, grows, you can see that you know you might have you know several thousand partners, and they both include very large organisations, but also startups and, and smaller companies who are highly innovative in a particular problem space. And so, this ability to orchestrate both the large organisations and the small organisation to perfectly solve a customer problem. And what is Beyond particularly doing to enable this collaboration? Um, so you know. You know, our, our platform is all around, you know, um, uh, and automating and enabling uh, that journey. So uh, I guess one of the, the things that you know, we, we are, are um, you know, are, are sort of really focused on is, you know, the question, how do we help our customers grow revenue? So not around the technology, but what is the full journey, both organizational and, and technology? And, and it comes from really taking that, that more customer centric approach where you start to prioritize you know, which sectors, which customers, starting to understand their problems, but then being able to use our platform to co-create and co-innovate a solution and test it with a customer at regular intervals. And so it's all about you know, speed, um, low risk speed, and being able to actually provide a solution very, very quickly, but also then fully automating all the interactions really from, from, the, sh from the, the, the shop, shop cars, you know, the very front end, um, all the way through to the fulfillment and delivery and monetization of that solution. So if you've got a large number of partners, um, you're not bringing more complexity into your business, but you can perfectly solve that problem, orchestrate all the various elements of the solution in a completely frictionless, zero-touch way. Um, and so that as you create solutions, uh, you're highly automated and you're not introducing cost or complexity.
So how are you organizing beyond for this year? Uh, you've mentioned sustainability uh, as being high on your agenda. Is that a particular uh, focus of what you're doing for this year? So I think, you know, for us, you know, uh, like I said before, we're a technology company, but we're all not just about selling software, but about, about helping our customers navigate the journey to grow revenue. Uh, and so for us, you know, it starts by, by putting ourselves into our customers, the, the CSP shoes, and really helping them understand the value chain, you know, where they want to play, you know, how to play, where to win, and understand the issues and constraints for starting that, that journey. But then thinking about how they then scale that model going forward. And, you know, it is quite scary for a lot of the carriers because, you know, they, they're very comfortable in the network space. But that new network architecture, which is really around solutions now, communication solutions, and then the over-the-top revenue, um, you know, those are both, you know, they're new domains and require very different organizational models and very different ways of working. So I think for us, it's not just about the technology, but it's about helping our customers navigate that journey to grow revenue and not just you know, purely about technology, but by having the right solutions, the right partners, and the right organizational models, uh, which make that 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 uh, that model um, you know real. Um, do you have any particular advice that you would share with CSPs for the year ahead? I'm particularly thinking uh, around SMBs, but it might be in something else. Yeah, I might go back to the uh, the stats I quoted earlier from that that um, the Omdia survey. Where, where the market has doubled in size in one year for 5G solutions and where, you know, the, the CSP's market share is, is declining, whereas the alternative service providers in the market is there. And that, that's a real case for change. Um, it's really about the market is here and now. That market is happening. It's happening with, with, with private 5G. And really, I think the advice would be that the, the, the CSPs really need to, you know, a lot of these very B2C-centric, um, they have been very focused on, on the B2C market, but I think that market for for 5G and that convergence of both 5G and fiber with things like, like, like private 5G is happening now. So the advice I would really be, be giving is it's really important for the CSPs to start their journey and that, you know, a lot of them are very stoved piped and they have, you know, an IoT division, a 5G team, they have enterprise SMB. But this, you know, requires a new way of working, and really requires them to work across really across all their silos, um, and focus on you know what the customer wants to buy here and how to perfectly solve the customer problem, bringing all they have to offer plus what their ecosystem of partners have to offer, and that requires firstly that that new organisational model, but also it requires them to start the journey now. Finally, do, do you have any wishes or resolutions for the year ahead? So I think, you know, my wishes, I think, I think, I think it's really around the, you know, at the front end of this, this conversation, I kind of talked about those three changes, the financial debt, the, the, the IT technical debt, and then the organizational debt. And I think my wish for 2022 would really be really that they have to start to tackle that organizational uh, challenge they have if they are to take the B2B opportunities seriously. So, you know, traditionally, telcos have been organized in a way which best enables them to, to sell what they want to sell. We're talking about a new world here where, where you start with a customer and you're organizing a way uh, and enables them to bring to market what the customer wants to buy. So less centralized, more empowering those people in the front line, um, 
being easier to work with, um, enabling the smaller companies, startups um, to, to, to co-create and innovate with them without being put through brutal procurement processes. Um, and so I think for me, I think my wish for 2022 would, I think the first one would be around, you know, starting to understand what it means to be really customer centric and starting with the customer and bring all the great elements of solutions which the CSP have in their portfolio today, being able to bring them to bear in a solution and then bring in, in, in the partners. So, you know, organizationally, they are more agile, more experimental and more able to empower those people who face off against the customer. And I guess the second one really is, you know, having more, you know, accelerators we can invite to this podcast, people who you know, have successfully driven change and at speed within their organizations. Yeah, we'd welcome that. Angus, thank you for sharing your thoughts with our listeners. That's been really instructive. Thank you very much. It's been actually wonderful to talk to you. Sadly, that's all we have time for today. We'll be back with another podcast soon. In the meantime, don't forget to like and review the podcast wherever you found us today. It's not just to make us feel good, but thank you for that anyway. It really helps other listeners to find us more easily. That's all for now. Join us soon for the next Accelerators podcast by Beyond. Bye for now. Accelerators from Beyond.